Welcome to the Hill Black Joy podcast presents Soul Food and War. I'm Lola Troy, the host and curator of Hill Black Joy, the learning platform for our community to heal our Black joy with tangible and attainable programs for the mind, body, soul, relationships, and businesses. And in today's conversation, we are talking about what does healthy communication look like in relationships. Today, my guest is Mr. Larry Stark, Jr. Larry is a certified life coach, certified anger management specialist, and relationship counselor who is a mentor and gives his clients the stark, naked truth. He's also the owner of a men's beard and skincare line called Mansa. So we're going to try to get him in see where he is let's see if we can get him in you gotta come in you gotta come in okay hey i think he's in so i'm gonna try to get him in now Hello, hello. I just did a wonderful introduction of you. <laughs> I missed it. I know you missed it. You'll have to we'll have to play it back for you. I'm oh, for sure. super duper excited about this conversation that we're about to have. Okay, I'm I'm ready for it. Let's let's you're, do it. I'm, I'm excited it? myself. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. We got a bunch of people joining right now. Thank you guys for joining us. This is gonna be a real, authentic, raw conversation. We are talking about what healthy communication looks like in relationships. And I have this wonderful gentleman here, Mr. Larry B. Stark Jr., who is a relationship coach. He's, he's also, you know, a certified anger management specialist, as well as a certified life coach. And he gives his clients the stark naked truth. So absolutely. Thank you for joining me today. You're more and, than welcome. Um, how, how, how have you been so far? How, how's your week going so far? Um, week has been super busy. Um, this was probably the longest day of the week for me. Um, a lot of clients, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of handholding, but, but good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So on Heal Black Joy this week, our posts were pertaining to how we communicate in relationships. And I wanted to have, you know, a great exchange of like-minded people, but different vantage points. Yours being the male perspective, mine being the female perspective. And I think in our conversation a few weeks back, we came to the understanding that men and women want the same thing. We just are having difficulties being able to have that verbiage to, that we need to use. Mm -hmm. And we have a hard time expressing it to others. What do you right. think? Um, I think that's... that's uh... That's that's the point right there. There's about nothing really more to say to that. We we talk the same languages. We want well, we want the same things. We speak our own language to communicate it. And if we just take a moment to stop, think, and then speak, or on the other side, if we kind of just tell what we want, just be authentic in your request, I think things will move a lot smoother. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
let's talk about the emotional disconnect that happens uh, when it comes to men and when men and women in relationship. A lot of times, women are more expressive in relationships than men. Can you talk about like why that is when it comes to men not necessarily expressing how they feel? Um, sure. Like we're not, we're not at early ages, we're not taught to do so. You know, we're the tough guys, you know, we're, we're supposed to be the protectors and we are, we're supposed to be tough and we're supposed to protect and we're supposed to provide. Yes. We're supposed to do all those things. But then there's that one part that's always missing that we can be emotional. Um, and I think what gets, gets lost in that statement when we say men can be emotional is the belief that emotional means a crybaby. Mm. emotional you know emotional means i have to be really soft and i have to be uh vulnerable in a way that i'm i'm uh taking advantage of it doesn't mean any of that it just means that we have to learn to hear you all when you're speaking even when you're not mm, that's yeah. good mm -hmm. that's good i think women sometimes struggle with that as well because when we say things and then men go silent it's mm -hmm. almost translating like you're not hearing me and you're not understanding what I'm trying to convey to you. Do, do, do women always say what they want or don't want, or do they kind of beat around a bush sometime? Ooh. Um, so that, that's the thing we have to really kind of, kind of spin out of this. Absolutely. A lot of times women don't, we don't have the verbiage. We don't know what to say. And a lot of times it's not even about what we say, but it's about how we say it. I can agree with that. Um, but I, but I also say, um, and it's, it's no different than I tell my fellas that I, I have this, this conversation um, twice a month with fellas. I, I'll get on, we do a zoom call and I get on and we talk about all this kind of stuff. And really the easiest way to say it is to just do that. Say it. Um, I'm not, I'm not here to hurt your feelings, right? I'm not here to make you feel bad, but I have a point I want to make, or I have a request um, to do or don't do whatever it is. If I just use my words and say whatever it is that I have in me, you understand me, right? Right. Same thing with women. Um, don't be afraid to just tell us what it is you're looking for or want. We can't read your mind. Mm. That's a good segue because I read a post this week and I thought it was really, really good. And it had some men sharing the, the, what they wish women knew about them. Mm -hmm. And I want to read some of them to you and have you break it down in man language. <laughs> okay. okay, go slow. <laughs> and I'll try to describe it from female language, okay? Uh, okay. So one man states, just because I'm not talking doesn't mean I'm not enjoying my time with you. Okay. Um, again, most of these are probably situational, right? Um, did we did we just have a great time? You know, a night on the town, a day on the town, shopping, uh, uh, you know, running all kind of errands or whatever. Now I'm tired. And I just want to kind of sit back for a moment. Um, why do I have to feel like every single moment I need to be in your face, so to speak? Why can't we just sit back some time and relax? Um, and, you know, some people just want their, their little peace, but they want their peace in your space. And I think that gets missed, too. I want you to just come sit down and hang out with me. But when we do that and we're not talking, we're kind of just letting each other be, then it gets the translation is, I don't want to talk to you. That's not it. I'm, I'm being easy. I'm just being oh. easy. 
Okay, so I think what has not been communicated or what's been lost in translation is women want to spend time with their significant other, their, mm -hmm. their spouse, their lover. And men, sometimes I think when they come home, it's like they need to decompress. Yes, But absolutely. sometimes women don't tell the man that, hey, I really want to spend time with you. I want to share my moment with you. But men don't also communicate back that, hey, I need a moment to decompress. So you are, again, on point with men needing to de decompress. Um, oftentimes, we're, we're in pressure situations. And I have to say, um, because I'm very black, um, as a black man, I have, you know, myself and those that I encounter, we have so much going on outside our home. Um, mm. The pressures that we that we have to wear on our back is heavy. So a lot of times um, what we want to do is just that kind of just leave the world at the door for a minute. And it's hard. We, we're not taught to do that. Right. Um, one of the tools that I tell fellas to use is something that I learned in my 20s uh, being a young father is I learned to come in and I made sure everyone got a greeting, at least a hello. But I made my way to the restroom. And when mm. I went to the restroom, that was my moment of silence. That's when I could, I could pull off my suit and tie in there. You know, I could take a quick shower. I could do whatever I needed to do to kind of balance myself. And then when I came out of that space, I was able to greet my family without, um, without any pressure, without any aggravation. And mm. it made for a better experience. So we have to find tools to use. In finding those tools, I know you said earlier that men are not necessarily taught that growing up. Where where are they going to learn that? Is it in a mentorship? Is it with their friends? Like, where do they learn those tools that you're that you're speaking of? So we learn them from other men, first of all. Right. We learn from other men and there are men that do have those tools and those 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 abilities to share. Um, problem is either one, we don't know how to seek them out or two, they're not giving. Right. Um, Saying, hey, I'm here to help you. Um, so mentorship, um, life coaches, um, programs and platforms like the Stark Naked Truth is where that comes together. See, I mean, I grew up around some great men, but I didn't always have the opportunity to express to them what I was dealing with because they were dealing with a lot of other things, trying to be the best men they could. And it just wasn't that environment. Uh, but I watched and I learned. I made a lot of mistakes. But in my mistakes, I realized in my travels, I met so many other men that were making worse mistakes or the same mistakes I was. So I just had to put myself out front and say, hey, here I am. You need some assistance. You need some understanding. You need to know how to grow out of that space you're at. Let me help you. I think that's really good. I, and I think it's key. I think women struggle with it too, but not necessarily in that way. Um, okay. We're a lot, a lot of times deemed over-emotional for whatever reason. Maybe it's model behavior. Wait, wait, wait time know. out. For whatever reason? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's well, I'm going to clarify. I'm going to clarify. It's model behavior from you know, something that they learn from their, from their mothers, or most times it's, it's the, 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 the women that they grew up watching. Mm -hmm. Which is the same excuse, if you will, that men would have. They, men are the way they are based on the models they had to follow, right? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I think we we talked about this too. We got to get back to the middle where we're not only trusting of ourselves in conversation, but we also have to learn to trust the other person. I know you were saying when you come home, it's just like you you need that moment to decompress. We also need that moment as well. Like, you know, there's this this polarized thought process that, you know, black men are not there. I don't believe that. I believe that black men are there. I just think that you guys have so much on your shoulders coming into the home. Mm -hmm. And then women are just, we just dump. We want to dump our day and we don't understand that you guys need that moment. And if we also understood that we're on the same team, I have this conversation with my girlfriends all the time. And the commonalities that I hear in these conversations is their argument comes, stems from a place of misunderstanding. Like I'm not on the same team as you and you're not on the same team as me. So that's telling me that we don't trust each other for whatever reason. Right. We don't trust each other. So right. can you talk to what that's about? Like, why do we not trust each other as black men and women? Why don't we trust each other? Um, so I have, I have trouble with that, with that broad stroke, you know, to not trusting each other as black men and women, because um, I know in my circle, and I have a, a decent sized circle, I know there's plenty of trust between black men and women. Um, what, what I think, um, I think too often we take the, the myth and, and the, and the, um, we take the myth that's been put out there about us not being able to get along and we kind of run with that a little too much. And I think we, we've allowed that to become uh, the general statement without really thinking about what we're saying. I'm not, I'm not saying anything against you, but just that that's a statement that I just can't, I can't rock with that at all. Um, now, does it happen? Yes, it does happen. I don't think it's, it's, it's as, as grand as people might, might try to make it out to be, but we just have to get to the point where, um, and I'll use an example today, um, um, a young brother who he's been married um, for a year, well, he'll be married a year um, in a week. Uh, he, he's been having trouble dealing with his, his relationship. And he was asking me, you know, like, how do I get back to this space where I can hear my wife and she can hear me? And I said, you guys got to learn how to be friends again. Mm. You got to learn, you got when we were, when we were friends, you know, we were courting each other. Everything you said, I listened to, I heard. And I responded to that. Um, everything she heard from me, she responds to that. Then we get in these relationships where we get lazy and we just stop that communication because I got her. I got him. What more do I need to do? Well, what happened to dating? You know, what, what happened to um, um, just why not learn that person's love language and why not uh, uh, reach them in that way as opposed to love them the way they want to be loved instead of the way you want to love them. That's I the biggest thing. I was going to say that because what I noticed, and I've done this myself in relationship, is I've noticed that a lot of people, they give the love language that they want, not necessarily the love mm -hmm. one language that their partner needs, mm -hmm. right? And so, I will say, from, sorry, from a male perspective, I will say we are guilty of that more often than not, that we're giving the way we were taught to give because we're not taught to listen to what you all want. We don't hear you. So if, if, if we're giving gifts, because that's one of the things, right? We're told, give her a gift, give her a gift, give her a gift. Now, for some people, that's great. 
mm-hmm. but not all. Some people say, I got all the gifts in the world, but I don't have your time. I don't have your attention. I don't have the words that I need to hear from you. I don't have the touch that I want from you. So, you know, we we are guilty of that more than you all, but it's just kind of, it's what society has set up for us. Mm. There's another thing that I wanted to talk. Well, I'm going to get back into, let's get it to this, to these other stories. Cause I think some of them are really good and you can talk to, talk to them. Okay. Um, another gentleman says, we actually really want to be complimented too. A 60 year old woman complimented me five years ago and it still makes me feel good, which just shows how little we get compliments. What do you think about that? I think that's a question you have to answer, right? Because um, you... No, is it should... very common? Do you think it's very common that men don't get compliments? Yes, yes. I think, I think, I, I think it's very, it, it's typical. Um, I think men will get, as crazy as it sounds, men will probably get more compliments on a cologne or a pair of shoes or a dope tie or whatever from another dude, like, yo, my man, I dig that, before they'll hear it from their own woman. Mm. However, however, it depends, and every, like I said, everything is situational. It depends on that relationship. It depends on that relationship. I don't have that issue. You know, I, I'll get what I need, um, but there's too many that don't have it because things aren't right at home. I think what happens is, like you were saying, people forget to, they forget to keep dating in relationship Mm -hmm. and it gets so common and you get into your everyday world whatever that is job kids you know family outings you're doing all these things for your children or you have other things that you want to do you're starting a business or whatever those things are but you forget to dedicate that intimate intimate time not necessarily in the bedroom per se but just a time where you and your partner can connect with each other and I think Absolutely. it goes lacking. And I know women, we struggle with that. We sometimes we're very good at time management and we're very good at juggling many, many things. But if there's an emotional disconnect between a woman and her partner, for whatever reason, they don't, that's not on their priority list, which I think it should be. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talk about, you know, just to kind of, kind of piggyback off what you said about men and compliments, I think even that ties into that where we oftentimes feel like we're not being heard in that situation. You know, you all get caught up in the things that you're doing and we kind of feel like, man, did, did, did she hear me when I said, does she see me? I think that's the biggest thing. Does she see me? Not really so much does she hear me. Does she see Ooh, me? That's yeah, good. That's, that's a big one. Ladies, did you hear what he said? Does she see me? Does she see me? Um, drop down in the comments if you are guilty of missing that person or just it's a glaze over your eyes in conversation. Like you're there, but you're not present. He's talking, but you're not necessarily listening. You're thinking about what you're cooking for dinner. You're thinking about, you know, what you got to do with your child tonight. You're not really fully present. Um mm-hmm. I think that is super duper key. And I think that we definitely struggle in that area as women. And I think that's something that we definitely need to work on. Um, guilty. Somebody said they're guilty of it, right? Yeah, we're, we're all guilty of it. Um, but it's about coming back to the middle. It's about coming back to the right. middle and 
developing better ways to communicate. And one of those things is definitely being fully present. That was one of the things that I posted this week was to be fully present when you're talking to your partner. That means yeah. not being on your phone, checking yeah. social media, yeah. texting your girlfriend, um, doing, you know, doing things that were that 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 don't have you present where you're right. having that conversation, that one on one time with your partner. Um, what yeah. other things do you think could be beneficial in having healthy communication with your partner? Um, from a man's thing, perspective. Yeah, from, from a male perspective, um, I think, you know, you women have to understand that as much dedication uh, to time, um, quality time that they want men to spend, that you all want men to spend with you, like we want that back. So reciprocation is a big deal, right? I don't want to keep pouring into you when you're not pouring back because now I'm empty. Mm. You know what I mean? So, mm. so if we if we we're gonna and this is kind of where you were at with having some balance, right? Let's get some balance in this thing. Um, if if you want me to be or not be a certain way, then I need to see that back. I, we 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 don't again. We we're not mind readers, um, and you don't always have to you don't always have to verbalize it. If you can show me, if you can do something that shows me this makes you feel good in whatever way that is, whether it's communication. Um, you know, physical, emotional, whatever it is, then I'm, I'm going to keep doing that because I see how it made you feel. But if I don't know, I don't know. That's, that's a good segue here because the next one is we aren't great with hints. Communication is key. <laughs> communication <laughs> is said, key. Communication is key. And I think you said something that was a really good nugget for women. We are, we're, we're assuming a lot of times that you know, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. we don't necessarily show you. How do you want us to show you? It is it verbal? Is it a demonstration? What is it that, what is it that you need from us so that you know, or you're getting clear direction of what we need? Know your audience. Know your audience. What I, what I need um, for you to communicate something to me or relay something to me for me to understand may not work for the guy standing next to me. So you got to know your audience. You got to know your partner. Know what makes them tick. Know how they communicate. Is it, is it leaving little notes sometimes and let him, you know, he's in there to shave or whatever he's doing, you know, leave a little note and say, hey, I like this or I don't like that. Is it just verbalizing it you know to him someone just straight like that is it sitting down over dinner and let's talk about some things it, it's about knowing your audience and knowing what works for your partner every partner is not the same i mean we learn that as we've gone through relationships right? right what i did here doesn't always work here which might work over there but never do it over there you know so you just have to know your audience in knowing your audience i know that you mentor a lot of men what are the things that they say that they struggle in relationship? Like, what are some of those common things that um, men struggle with communicating to their partners? Um, there's, there's just so many things. I, I think one of the biggest things is being able to tell their partner that they feel um, like they're not being seen. 
That's probably number one for me. Um, it was something that I had to get comfortable with hearing from men. I, I didn't. I didn't realize that was a thing. Mm. Um, and I have a pretty pretty good poker face. So <laughs> when they said it, I was able to kind of just kind of acknowledge and right. keep going. But inside, I'm going, wow. You know, here it is. I'm looking at someone who, you know, in a corporate world, you know, corporate setting or around, you know, whomever, like he's that guy. But yet when he's with his partner, it's like he's unseen. Um, men are really, really hurt by that. I think that's one of the one of the biggest things. Um, wow. Uh, I mean, and it, it just goes downhill from there. Um, communication, knowing knowing how to communicate with with their partner. Um, again, it's a learned um, experience. It's not something you just know. Right. Uh, but having the courage to do so is the hard part because uh, one of the things that I've discovered is we get in these relationships and we're, you know, we're going one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. We get into a rhythm. That rhythm works. And now as we are in over time, now we want to go to four or maybe want to skip four and go to five. And then we may want to do that, but because we don't have a clear communication and understanding of who our partner is, if I move on to four or five, now she's looking at me like, so where'd you get that from? Right, right. How'd you, all the time it's been in here or in here, but I just never showed you because I was always scared to. But once I do that once and you give me some pushback, we're like, nah, I don't want to upset the cart here. So let me not do that again. Mm. You know? Is it because men think women are being critical of them? Is it because women are being critical of men? Mm. Right? I mean, that's, well, that's really Well, sometimes, sometimes it's not necessarily criticism. We'll go mm -hmm. to four. Mm -hmm. we, we might need a little bit back, more background information about what four entails. And, and, then, and then in the same token, you'll hear why isn't he more spontaneous? Why do I always, why does it always have to be a pattern? Why can't we just enjoy life? So, you, you know, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that's why it's really about knowing your audience, knowing your partner and knowing what they'll accept or having conversation. Again, just having conversation. If you're interested in doing something different or, or more or less, then you have to kind of talk about it. And I, I think um, the ability to, to have those open conversations um, kind of makes a lot of men real tense because it's it's generally some sort of backlash. Mm. So when a woman says, "Hey, I, I need we need to talk," <laughs> you know, I don't want anybody to say that to me. <laughs> okay, so this is a good question. How do we communicate that we need to talk without saying those words? Because we know as women that is not the best form of communication to a man. When you say, hey, we need to talk, right? It shuts a man down. It shuts a man down. Most times it shuts a man down. What is the right way to say that we need to talk without technically saying that? Um, I think it's possible if we're just, if it's, if it's a simple, you know, just kind of roll into the conversation sometimes let's be on let's be on the subject of whatever okay. it is you want to talk about why not that right if you want if you want to talk about um how often i don't know we go out whatever you know something simple like that why not be in that space so now 
you're kind of preparing us to to t have talk about this topic. You know, why 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 not do that first? This way, when I hear those words, we need to talk. It what's you're tied to that? It's a negative connotation tied to. Yeah, I'm alarmed right. now. Yeah, you know, I, it triggers something in me. So if you if we're talking about the thing already, let's kind of roll into it. And I, I'm looking down here and I see uh, my sister. She wrote, um, "Let's check in with each I other." I love it. Um, I that's something that. That's something that we do in couples couples teaching um, too. We talk about the check in. Um, it does. It, it. I don't think it works in exactly what you're talking about, but mm -hmm. it works overall to to keep communication open and know how your partner is is really feeling at a moment. How often do you think couples should check in with each other? Do you think as often as you need to? As often as you need to. Absolutely. On. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, one of the things we talk. It's really two questions we tell couples to use, right? And it's it's really really simple. Um, it's well, let me let me let me ask you that. First thing when you and I got on, you said, "Hey, how you doing?" I said, "I'm good. How you doing? I'm good." And then we went on, right? Right. That's kind of space fillers. It's it's not a, it's not necessarily an inquiry. It's just kind of a greeting, right? Right. Okay. With your partner, it shouldn't be that way. With your partner, when I say, "Hey, how you doing?" I should be genuinely invested in you. So when I say, "How you doing?" that you're invested in me enough to want to tell me what's going on with you. I'm not asking you about me. I'm asking about you. How are you doing? Lola, what's going on with you, right? Mm. And it's my job at that moment to be your sounding board. You should be able to tell me any and everything because remember, we're friends. Right. So you should be able to share anything that's going on with you, with me, and I can't get emotional about it. I shouldn't get emotional because my friend is trying to express themselves yourself right and then the other question is how are we doing so from your perspective i want you to tell me how are we doing because both what both of those questions do is it gives no matter who's asking it it gives the the presenter of the question the opportunity to learn something more what more can i do what less do i need to do what can i do better what am i doing great that i need to do more of you know it right. gives that opportunity yeah so I know we're talking about healthy communication and there's mm -hmm. this one thing uh, I think a lot of women struggle with in communicating with men is we will share, I'll give you a scenario where a woman will share something with her partner mm -hmm. and we're sharing it, not necessarily for the partner to fix it. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. But the man comes back with troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. Like he is getting ready to fix it. Can you speak to you. that? How do we bridge the gap where I'm able to share with my partner, but I'm not necessarily needing you to fix it? I got you. How, mm -hmm. how, do, how do we do that? What, what's, the, what's the remedy for that? That's super common. Um, that's a great one to come at. Um, and actually, for me, I think I found the easiest solution. The easiest solution to that is to say to your partner, I want you to listen to me. I don't, okay. I don't necessarily want you to comment on it. I need you to be my friend and listen to me. Most men worth their weight will go, okay. Okay. We, we're, we're, natural, we're natural protectors, right? So when you say something, 
that we feel like we need to attack. We're going to do that. That's that's what we're told is expected of us. Okay. But if you say, hey, I need you to just stand there for a second and just listen to me. It works. I, okay. I'm, I'm that guy. As soon as, I mean, from my mom to my to my sisters, to my daughters, to, to my lady, right. whatever it is, if they say something, hey, I don't, I can't, I, I'm on it. Like what we need to do. Right. <laughs> But that's just how I was built. Right. Which if most men said, are. Which most men are, right. Yeah. But somebody, and it was a woman, I'm sure, said, hey, sometimes, just listen. That's the best fix. So I've learned to listen, but I need signals sometimes. Again, I don't know what you want. If you're telling me something's wrong, my expectation is that your expectation is for me to fix it. But if you say, hey, Larry, um, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to stop you. So you already think that I expect you to fix it. That's Mm. the setup. That's the setup. We don't know that. Mm -hmm. We don't know that. I've had this conversation, I swear, at least 20 20 women over my (laughs) lifetime. We've We've executed that where we're like telling our partner, hey, such and such and such and such and such such happened. And the first thing our partner does is, okay, well, I'm on it. Boom, 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 boom. Wait a minute. Hold up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pause. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you to fix it. Right. I just wanted to share what was going on, right? But but then check check this out. Before you go further, but then check this out. But then we, we get discouraged because we're prepared to do what we thought we were supposed to do. And you go, hold up, wait a minute. we like, what am I doing wrong now? You know what? I ain't going to do that no more. Oh. So when we really need you to show up, now you're pulling back because of when I said to you the first time that I just needed you to hear, well, I didn't express to you that I just need you to hear it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, this is so good. Yeah. We're living this in an, we're living so in an assumption. Good. Mm-hmm. So, women, this is a nugget that we have to take, and I have to take this because I'm guilty of it. We have to communicate with our partner that even if even if we don't need him to jump into Superman mode, as my girlfriend says mm-hmm. in the chat, we just want you to listen. We just need you to hear what's going on. Right. Right. And we want to share it because we, we need to share it with you. Right. We want you to be included in what's going on, but I don't necessarily need you to fix it. Right. And and now you're telling me that if I tell you, hold on, Superman, the next time I actually need you to be Superman, you might not step into that role because I told you to hold on. Is, am I right. hearing you correctly? You hear, you're hearing me correctly. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen each and every time, but there's going to be a little reluctancy to move because I heard you say, no, 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 no. So I'm like, all right, you got it. Mm. You know, so you, you've, you've clipped my wing a little bit. <sighs> yeah. Ladies, did you hear him? Did you hear this? That's good, Larry. That is so mm-hmm. good. So yeah. we've got to give the disclaimer, I need you to just listen. Yes. Yes. That helps a lot. That helps a lot. You know, um, we, 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 we are, we're built to be 
in an assumption mode oftentimes when it comes to our women, right? We're, we're to assume if you have a need, we're to fulfill it. Simple. There, there's no questions about it. And we don't know how, we may not know how, but we know that's what we're supposed to do. So we're in action already. And there, there are plenty of times, I mean, again, I'm guilty of it. Uh, I was guilty of it. But now I know how to listen. I know how to listen at what's wanted or needed from me. And if it's, you know, for, for me, I, I made it clear, communicate with me. I want you to just listen to me right now. I want to vent. I want to vent and I want you to hear it. I don't want to take it to anyone else. So I got, I got a follow-up question to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do men really like when their woman vents to them? So I know where you're going with this. <laughs> you're, 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 you're going on the side where, where, where the, the rumor, the myth, the statement is all men think y'all do is chat, 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 and, 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 and uh, uh, y'all are petty and all that kind of, we don't want to hear the, the, the nonsense. Now we want to hear, we want to hear what's going on. You're, you're invested. The, yeah, we're, we're, we're invested most times, but what we ask is, is to check the delivery. Like, don't talk to me like you talk to your girlfriends. Mm. Don't talk to me like that. Okay, so this is another yeah. question. How? Okay, so if you want us to share, how is it supposed to be delivered? Because a lot of times when we're share when we're sharing with our girlfriends, of course we can just let it out, right? With no judgment. A lot of women don't share with their men because they feel like they're going to be judged by what they're saying in the venting, right? So right. when you're with your good, good girlfriend, you can say whatever. She's going to take it to the grave. She doesn't, she's just getting it out. She's not, she's not judging you in the decision you made in it, whether it was wrong, good, bad, or indifferent. She doesn't really care. She's just mm -hmm. there to listen. So with that being said, how do we deliver it to our gentlemen without it being judged? So let me let me let me see if I can if I can clear this up. Maybe I spoke to that a little a little too quickly. So um, I'll use my life as my example. When we talk, it's genuine and authentic. Say okay. say say whatever you need to say, however you need to say it, because I'm I'm built to hear you as your friend. You know, or, or as as your homeboy, you know, I'm built. I'm built to hear you that way. Not every man is built for that. Right. Not every man is built for that. So you can't just put it on somebody. But again, I'm gonna go all the way back to what I what I said a moment ago. It's about preparation. Tell him, say to him, I got something I want to say to you. Now I need you to be my friend, because you want to build him to the point where he understands me. I'm just I'm pulling something out the air. Me as as a woman, I'm talking about another guy to you in whatever capacity. Don't take it because you're my man as though there's something going on. Hear what I'm saying to you. It's a part of my life. It's something that's going on in my life. And as my partner, I want you to hear me. Now, with your girlfriends, you might just jump out the window with that and just go, but they're prepared for that. Right. They're already ready for that. Your man may not be. So you have to prepare us that aren't ready for that kind of conversation. Um, I think though, another thing is before we even get to that conversation, we need to start building 
the relationship that will allow us to get to that conversation. I was getting ready to say that because a lot of times people are in relationship with folk, but they're not necessarily friends, right? Their, their, their relationship is not built on a foundation of friendship. So mm -hmm. I call it, you know, when you can get naked with the person. And I'm not mm -hmm. talking about physically naked, but mm -hmm. emotionally, mentally, spiritually naked with that person. You talk about stark naked. The stark naked <laughs> truth, exactly. Right. The stark naked truth. And because you can't do that, the conversation is filtered. I right. can only say this, or I can only say that because he might think I'm saying something else, or she right. might think. It's almost like a Sudoku puzzle. Like I got to move the five right. over here to make this right. fit. You know, right. so this conversation to go a certain way and it doesn't end in disaster where we're arguing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's, I think that relationships especially need to start off or they need to build that friendship so that they can give each other the stark naked truth. So so they they do start that way. I think every relationship starts that way, right? Really? I, 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 see, I see someone I like. I go and talk to her or she sees me and she comes and talks to me. We start to build some, some form of communication. We start, the, the, the goal is for us to get to know each other and that's what friends do, right? But somewhere along the line, I'm not going to say that because I'm, I'm not going to say that. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say it. This is good. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Somewhere along the line, once the physical part of that relationship starts, mm. we, we both get dumb. Right, we both get dumb and blind. We enjoy that part of the relationship so much, we forget the mental aspect of it. We forget the emotional aspect of it. So now, the goal is to when we get together, we might hang out and do whatever we're gonna do, but we're gonna get together after this, and that's right. that starts becoming repetitive, right? But not during any of that time are we really building who we are as a unit. We're not creating any sort of partnership that's gonna allow us to know one another so we don't have to uh, uh, have a prerequisite to a conversation. I can feel comfortable because I know you know me and you know where I'm coming from. Mm. So in that physical relationship, after you go dumb, right? If you start the physical relationship before you build upon the friendship and build upon the spiritual, mental and emotional relationship, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think that relationships that start that way struggle with having stark naked conversations and stark naked truths? Um, I definitely think that it's it makes for a very complicated relationship. Um, can they be turned around? And you know, can they be fixed? Absolutely. Um, but it really depends on what you're investing in that person or what you're willing to invest in that person, mm -hmm. right? Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of them go that way. They go left real quick. And it's a matter of, am I willing to put in the time to make it work? Okay. You know, that, that's, that's really, that's when the turnaround can happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got one more question. I think this was a, a one more statement from the post that I saw. And I think this is really good. Um, and one gentleman said, I really like to hang out with my friends because I love them, not because I don't want to spend time with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So women struggle in this area because they, you know, 
men congregate and I understand they, they need that time, you know, mm -hmm. they need that, that conversation just as, as, as we do too. Okay. But I think, let's just speak to it. What do you, what do you think about that? What is your thought process on the disconnect with women? Like, what do we need to understand about that? When it comes to us wanting to spend time with our friends? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, women, women struggle in their areas. It's like, okay, well, do they really want to hang out with me? They're always hanging out with their boys or, you know. So I can only, I can only speak to it from a male perspective. Um, you know, when, and I think it's genuine 99% of the time. You know, I, I'm looking for that little bit of release from my partner. We all need some real me time. You know, mm -hmm. I, th I think I need some time just to be in my, in my, uh, my uh, uh, comfort zone. You know, I, that my friends make me comfortable. Um, there are certain, certain topics. So for me, I can speak in my relationship. I can speak about any and everything. And I do. That's how it's built. However, there's a time that those same things I want to hear from my guys. I want to hear what they have to say. Right. That's that's the group that teaches me how to humble myself at times. That's okay. the group that teaches me to hear some of the things that my that my woman, you know, is trying to relay to me, you know, like okay. stuff like that. So we need that just like you all do. Um, if there's insecurity in a woman who feels like whenever her man says, hey, I'm going to hang out with the fellas, I have is is worded. There's a lot of insecurity in that's, her. That's coming up as insecurity. Absolutely. Yeah, that's coming up as insecurity. And and that's a that's a huge turnoff for a man who is not doing anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ladies, you heard it. You heard it from the stark naked truth. So I have one uh question for you before we, okay. we wrap this up. Okay. And that question is, you know, when you're talking about the language and how we communicate what would be for you you know and you dealing with your clients what is the what does the conversation look like when we're talking to men um what is the tone what is what it, what what are you guys receptive to hearing from us and how how do we speak it um what are the words what are the words is it how does it sound? What does it sound it's, like? It's 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 not necessarily um, a word. It, it's it's I think you hit it. It's a tone. Mm, it's a tone. Okay. Like I, I I make it simple, and I I, I say it so often. It's kind of like part of my natural vocabulary now. It's talk to me. Don't talk at me. Men Ooh. cannot. You cannot talk to talk at a man. You can't do it. Mm, 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 because you know what happens any man and some people will call it chauvinistic or whatever it is but some any man that allows anyone to talk at him is not really going to value himself as a man mm. you need to talk to me so I can understand you and be receptive to what you're bringing because if you're talking at me I've shut you off and now I might have an attitude and if I get an attitude, I really don't hear you now. Mm. And it's, it, I'm not being mean. I'm not being, being, you know, dirty in no kind of way. But 
if a woman wants a man to hear him, to hear her every time, she needs to be talking to him, not at him. That's called communication. Mm, ladies, did you hear what he said? Woo, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that talk to and not talk at. Talk that's to a and not thing. at, yep. Yep. Especially with black women. Especially with black women. But I mm -hmm. also understand, and I can speak to this, and, and it's just from me being in corporate America and just like when you're stepping out into the world and you have all these things on your shoulders, black women do too, right? So a lot of times when we're being passionate, it's not that we have an attitude. It's just, we're just wired to be passionate. We're just passionate beings, right? And we right. want to be heard. A lot of times we get shut down in the outside world too. Right. So when we come home, we don't necessarily know how to tone it down, bring it in, mm -hmm. make it sound sweet. You know, right. Right. my grandmother used to say you can attract more bees with honey than you can vinegar. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a mm -hmm. real thing. It's a real mm -hmm. practice that we have to start really putting into, you know, into practice is yep. being able to understand and recognize that we can be passionate, but we have to still maintain, you know, our feminine femininity. Yes. Right. Yes. A yes. lot of times we are stuck in this masculine role. We're stuck in this in our masculinity because we're out here in the world and we don't have a voice and we want our voice to be heard. But when we get home, we don't know how to turn it off. Right. 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 It's not that right. we, it's not that we can't turn it off. We just don't know how to turn it off sometimes. Right. So right. what can you say to women that struggle in that area where they are, you know, they're out in this world and they're in corporate America and they have to be heard because you know, all their white counterparts are ignoring what they're saying, even though what they're saying is actually true and right and factual. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're, we're not being heard, right? right. So when we come right. home, we still carry that on our shoulders when we get home. You. We still have that, that angst in you. us when we get home. So what is it with our partner? How can you convey that to us without clipping our wings as well? So that is a conversation I had with someone just like three or four days ago. I don't remember what it was, but the same conversation. Um, sister asked me, you know, how do I get around that? And I said, first, you got to understand um, that all, although your relationship is a business, you have to run that business so, so it works, mm -hmm. right? So it's profitable in terms of your emotional um, um, needs and your spiritual needs and your physical needs and everything else, right? So you have to work that business. However, I go back to, to what I've been saying over and over and over again. Know your audience. I can't manage this group like I manage the next group like I manage right. the next group. I got to know right. who's in there. When I'm at work, now, I'm so blessed to have had a great experience in corporate America and jumped up out of there for the last time um, in, where we at? in February, I think it was, or June or whatever it was. I don't know. I've forgotten. <laughs> but... Um, in that area, um, that same tension that you talk about that women have to deal with, trying to be progressive um, and trying to elevate assertive, use your assertiveness and all that, 
we know y'all get that because we get that when we try that pressure and that pushback when we try to do it ourselves. Right. But speaking from the angle that you just asked me, if a woman, but this goes both ways, so I, I don't want to single anyone out, whether it's a woman or a man, if you understand I've gone to work, I put in my time there, now I'm going home to my family or my relationship or my partner, however you want to label it, mm-hmm. and they should get the better part of me, not this part that's got me all uptight and pressured. They should get the better part of me. I should be able to go there and, you know, as that old saying goes, that should be my peace. Ooh. But my peace, it, my peace could be there. I need to be able to see it, though. Ooh, I need to be able to see it. Good. That's a mistake a lot of cats make. They say, I want, I want her to be my peace, but she's being your peace. Are you seeing her being your peace? So that's mm. the part. You know, we, it's learning that has to happen. It's the learning that has to mm-hmm. happen, you guys. Yep. It's the learning. Oh, my God. This conversation has been so good. Uh, as my sister said, safe haven. We have to be <laughs> yeah. each other's safe haven. Yes. Um, this conversation has been so good. I wish we could go longer, but I know Instagram limits us to an hour. I want you to talk to the people. Tell us what you're working on, how we can you know, follow you. If we okay. need to have relationship advice, if we need coaching, where do we need to go to do that? I can put that information, of course, in my sure. um, on my post, but I want you to share, you know, what you got, what you're working on. Sure, sure. Um, the project, my, my platform, rather, is the Stark Naked Truth, um, and it was built on me. Um, it's my last name, and naked just comes from where I had gotten to a point where um, I was tired of kind of watering down the things and the, emo- the things I had to say or the emotions I needed to, to express. And I decided that I was just going to be as open as possible, which turned to be 100% open. And I would just tell my story because I realized my story were the stories of so many that didn't get help with them. I, you know, I'd hit the bottom several times and I was able to climb out. So when I found that I had this thing about survival, I said, you know what? It's time to share it. And I did. And, and that's what the Stark Naked Truth is about. I built it on the, on the foundation of giving men of color an opportunity to have a, a safe place where there's no judgment, where you can speak about whatever it is you want to speak to. I mean, we've handled topics from, um, you know, uh, from pornography to uh, uh, having a, a criminal background to being okay. unemployed to divorce shots, but whatever it is. Everything right. is on the table. Um, so I just wanted to open the door for men to be able to do that. Um, as I said at the very beginning, um, the first and third Tuesday night of every month at 830, um, I have a Zoom call with all the, all the fellows that have joined. And we get on and most times I'll come up with a topic and we'll just talk about it. Um, everyone gets a voice, gets an opportunity to speak. Um, but sometimes they'll come up with a topic. Sometimes we'll start the recording. And all of a sudden, they just somebody's upset about something. Right. It'll just go, and that's what it is. There's no filters. You say what you want to say and how you want to say it. But it's a, it's about teaching men to really open up and be able to express ourselves to one another, so we can learn how to then express ourselves to you all. Absolutely, you guys. This has been a wonderful conversation that I've had with Larry V. Stark. Please go and follow him at the Stark. S-T-A-R-K-E, naked, N-A-K-E-D, truth, 
T-R-U-T-H on Instagram. If you and want that's to, also my website. And that's also his website, .com. So you definitely go and follow him. Send your men to him. He's a, he is a mentor. He knows men inside and out. He is a man. Tell, tell before we get off, you got to tell people about your beard and skincare oh. line for men. Please, <laughs> yes, please yes, share that. Yes, yes, yes. So it's called Mansa, M-A-N-S-A, uh, Mansa uh, King is what that is. And if you guys know any of your history, you know about Musa Mansa, uh, at one point the richest uh, man, black man uh, in the world. In the world. Um, so, right. So it's a, it's a beard care line that I had to create myself uh, simply because um, their stuff was either drying out my skin, drying out my beard and all kinds of things. So I created some stuff with the help of a sister who, um, whose husband gave her the idea. Um, it's all handmade. I should have had some down here with me, but if you guys check my <laughs> website, you'll see, I mean, my uh, IG, you'll see it on there. Um, it's a, it's a bath, it's a body and beard wash. It's a beard balm and a beard oil. Um, and I also do a face scrub. So yeah, definitely check it out. I don't have on my Stark Naked Truth t-shirt today. I started <laughs> to wear it, but this felt better <laughs> right now. Um, I got t-shirts on my website, t-shirts, hoodies, um, you know, just check them all out. And lastly, um, just as the sister said, um, I'm open to uh, talk to men from wherever. It can be virtual. It can be face-to-face. Uh, uh, -face. I'm, I'm based in Atlanta. Um, my office space, we can all you know, get together. Um, I'm looking to put together a few uh, uh, seminars for us to kind of sit down and really rap. So yeah, check it out. Just join me. Thank you so much for your time. It has been wonderful. Thank you guys for tuning in to this conversation about how men and women communicate with each other. I think that Larry gave us a bunch of nuggets that we can take with us, that we can implement in our lives and in our relationships. You guys have been wonderful. Please click the link in our bio to sign up for all Hill Black Joy content. If you want to be first to know about webinars, lives, group coaching, workbooks, and more, Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to get resources about how to heal your Black joy. Thank you guys for joining and have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Thank God you, bless. Larry. God All bless right, you. everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Always remember that this healing journey, sometimes it's going to feel like soul food and sometimes it's going to feel like war. I urge you to acknowledge and honor both positions and everything in between. Thanks for tuning into the Heal Black Joy podcast presents Soul Food and War.